Warning, the Surgeon General of the United States has issued a physical and mental health advisory regarding this podcast. Stupid people doing stupid things can be hazardous to your health. Wait, 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 wait. The Surgeon General is stupid. Don't pay any attention to him. This includes anything the host may describe, say, or do. Episode number six of the Stupid People podcast is brought to you by Hanes, the men's underwear brand. Now introducing High Knees, men's 100% cotton thongs available in black, gray, and white for all you traditionalists out there. High Knees, because the best man buns aren't made out of hair. Do they come in brown? I just want to skip the middle name. <laughs> there you go. And now for a public service announcement, the American Zoological Society and the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals want to make sure that you don't confuse hyenas with hyenas. Hyenas? Hyenas. Don't be slapping or pinching any hyenas out there, and please consider boycotting Peter Gabriel's upcoming tour because he likes to sing Shock the Monkey. So does this hyenas, is that like a Spanish hyena? It's, it's a flower. It's a perennial, but I use it annually. Anyway, that's enough. Go ahead. Okay. The <laughs> quote for the stupid people this week is, I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Imagine that. So there's been a lot of tragedy. I saw some tragedy on the road. Um, oh, no. Yeah. yeah on your way here? Yeah, this episode's about animals. So uh, I saw two dead deer on the road on the way here. And I was just wondering, like, why are these deer programmed to go out in the middle of a road with these huge, like, half-ton, ton vehicles and get themselves smashed and then die on the side of the road? And I just have no idea. I just figured that they were playing video games and they were, like, playing Frogger and they couldn't separate, like, reality from, you know, fantasy. That must have cost a couple of bucks. So, um, yeah, and did you hear, have you heard in the, in the news, this happened a couple of weeks ago, about those horses in the Kentucky Derby? And the, yeah, because it's actually awkward because uh, we had the, the Triple Crown this year, and I believe before the Derby, and I'm not kidding, they had to put down nine horses. So if you go to FanDuel now, there's a special category. You can bet whether your horse is going to live the week or not, and it's, it's either over and under on that. Yeah, I'll put a couple of bucks on that. Ah, yeah, there you go. Back to the deer. Yeah, back to the deer. So, um, yeah, so so many of those um, horses died before the race. It's been like it's unprecedented. Um, I think it, it might, actually maybe not unprecedented, but it happened maybe once before. Yeah, but they ended up um, basically worrying about finishing line. No, you basically making it to the end of the day because right. otherwise you end up becoming oh dog food. So. Yeah, I hear um, five of the five of the horses were scratched, and uh, I thought that would give them some kind of clue about what was going on. I mean, I don't know anything about horse racing, but who in the hell would go around scratching horses? At least I, to the point where they couldn't race. They're at the appliance store. They're next to the dents, so it's like the scratches and the dents. So you get to pick your horse. Right. Yeah, so pick a pony. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming that there are probably cameras that they'll find somebody. 
with horse blood under their fingernails or something like that. And they'll, they'll haul him off to jail. They'll try and convict him for sure. And he'll probably end up being saddled with a hefty Ooh. prison sentence. That, that was an old movie, was it? They shoot horses in that. Yeah. So, um, so pretty soon we're going to find out that dude isn't very stable. Now we could go on and on. You know, it's kind of scary. But when you talk about the, the poor deer, uh, there was a, a horrible story about 10 years ago in the area where a guy was reported by his neighbors because, unfortunately, in his apartment complex, they were reporting horrible smells. And lo and behold, when the authorities came and they arrested him because he had a dead deer carcass in his bathtub. And the sad part was when the authorities said, you know, well, apparently he was having sex with a dead deer. And they said, um, well, was it a female deer? And he said, yeah, I'm not weird. So, oh, right. I would have said, duh. <laughs> so, That's anyway. a Homer Simpson comment. Thank so what you. about, what about, and do you have any pet stories? Oh, I do. I, I have a, an English bulldog at home. She's nine years old and she basically is uh, an English bulldog. So uh, I'm the patent attorney. I invented a, a CPAP just for English bulldogs. So it's like straps on and is <laughs> okay. But it's, uh, it's fun to hear her trying to snore uh, from either end, the front end or the back end. Cause she's famous for eating either end doing that. Uh, but uh, Paisley, dedicated to this one to you paisley interestingly enough uh, a couple of weeks ago we had a, a a death in the family our, our cat caesar passed away yeah that was sad yeah. caesar went through all nine lives in my lap so it was awkward but you know it's it was a peaceful piece it went on to caesar's palace in the sky exactly which is not to be confused with children's palace in the sky because that store has been closed for decades uh, but awkwardly enough uh, when my daughter was small uh, we were doing a little kind of vignette outside of her her bedroom. We had a kind of nice uh, 25-gallon fish tank. And, you know, Elizabeth traumatized because every time she'd wake up in the morning and there's like little fishies that dad bought and they're uh, doing the kind of side stroke on the top of the thing. So I tried to kind of uh, not traumatize her and put her into therapy early. So I would essentially take the net and flush the fish away. Well, then I was trying to be so thoughtful. I'd replace it, go down to PetSmart and get a replacement fish. And then those were dying. And then I finally realized I could just skip the middleman and just flush $5 down the toilet. It seemed more appropriate than trying to sort of surprise her with, hey, those fish all look the same. No, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, no, they don't at all. And, uh, well, you have me beat um, because I would go out to a fair. My dad and my mom would take us all out to the, to the fair, and then we would do some kind of a game or something we come home with goldfish well i would hold the goldfish in a baggie and if it survived the baggie the heat from my hand would be so intense because i was a young guy with a huge amount of testosterone at the time and it would literally fry the fish before we got it in the door so you'd have something like mini koi sushi or something like that. Well, Chris, shouldn't you have guessed that when they gave you a little side of tartar sauce? <laughs> tartar sauce, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, I think we covered tartar sauce before in a previous episode. Yeah. But those damn little fish, they're really tough to carve up. You know, you have to use a Ginzu knife or something like that. Anyway, how about um, anything with dogs? Anything with dogs. I actually thought it would be really interesting to sort of uh, – I, I have the – burden or luxury right now of walking the dog every morning and yeah. when when dogs take a walk in your yard to go to the bathroom i think it's phenomenal because they do this kind of exercise back and forth so they have to walk a long way and i thought wouldn't that be weird 
if we had to necessarily make our bathrooms like a pet's dog's bathroom, because they'd have to be incredibly longer and like narrow, so it's walk back and forth, back and forth. And I understood at one point that dogs, when they always face the same direction when they're doing the number two, so it's like uh, they, they give you that look back. It's like, are you watching me? Of course I'm watching you. I have the bag in my hand ready to do the yeah. the, the token pickup. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, they, I can't really vouch that much for dogs, but I can just say that um, I'm a big fan of the Nextdoor app, which we probably already covered and we will cover in the future. But people are always losing their dogs. They, they, their dogs escape, and then they just run into the woods, or they run into the next township, or they run into the next state or whatever, and they find them like 15 years later and whatever. My major dog story has to do with Underdog the Beagle. So when I was a little kid, so we always grew up with cats. We had cats and cats and cats. And my dad said, well, what the heck, you know, we can go get a dog. So he got this beautiful little beagle. I was just about, what, six weeks or eight, eight, uh, six or eight weeks, maybe two months, three months old that we brought it out. And then my dad would always take it out for a walk before he left for work. Well, one day... Very soon, like two weeks into our possession of Underdog, uh, he backs over it into <laughs> in the driveway and kills it. And he's like, oh, he's a Christian man, but he said some very unchristian things. And he got the shovel out, went out to the garden in the back, and then uh, dug up a little grave and put poor Underdog. And his bones are probably still there to this day. Well, at least he didn't tell you that, you know, we took him to the farm because he actually had eyewitness program. So it was a, I, I, I saw you run over it, Dad. We shouldn't have called him Speed Bump. I think that was a really <laughs> prophetic way. Yeah, or Speed Hump, as exactly. we see in Pittsburgh, which I always thought was rather weird. It's like something you put by a park or something um, if the cops are coming. A uh, guy comes out to the house to do brick pointing a couple weeks ago. Okay. And uh, he had this big truck. He pulls up to my house. He gets out of the truck. He introduces himself. And he starts walking around my entire house. And then all of a sudden he stops. He raises his hand, points his index finger at my house, and says, Brick. Then he goes back to his truck and brings out this dog. The dog gets about 20 feet away from the house, and all of a sudden it crouches down and freezes. Right, Its, it's nose is straight at my house. His tail is straight at my house. He's crouched down. And uh, so what kind of a dog is that? He said, a pointer. Ooh. And the guy says, he says that, and then he, uh, he writes me out a bill for 100 bucks, And it only gets worse because my uh, redneck hunter neighbor comes out of the house with a gun and shoots my house. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey. so, uh, so what do you what do you get when you cross a Bichon freeze with a uh, shih tzu? Uh, go ahead. Uh, Bichon shit. Oh, and speaking of other breeds, um, you know, there's a special name for what do you call a female cocker spaniel? Mm, a bitch. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, and, and what do you get when you cross a bulldog with a Shih Tzu? Uh, uh, you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fill in that blank. Yeah, and while and while, <laughs> while you're at it, there's a, there's the old the oldie but goodie. Uh, what do you get when you cross an elephant with a rhino? Elephino. That's political, though, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It is. Uh, so um, anyway, so I have cats. I have lots of cats. How I, many I cats do you of, have, Chris? I, I have four right now. I used to have up to 10 at a time, right? Wow. So I think over the duration of my house, we probably had 10 or a dozen cats. I'd have to actually go down and list them out, but we have, uh, we have four now. So um, how I got started with cats, and I'm sure this is why I have cats, 
is that when I was less than a year old, right, I'm in my diaper and I have a bib, I'm in my high chair, I just finished my meal, which was, I'm sure, Gerber food. Um, my dad gave me a lollipop and it wasn't an expensive lollipop because back then we didn't have much money. So he probably had that lollipop with that, with that cord that sort of doubles back or whatever, yeah. like something you would get for a penny at a penny store when they had penny candy back then or whatever. And I, I was eating the, the lollipop and I dropped it onto my pet cat buzz. That's what his name was. He was an orange cat and it landed on his back. And it was not only on his back, but it was at a part of his back, which he couldn't reach. So he was like licking, trying to get the stupid lollipop off his back. And I was cackling. My dad told me the story. I cackled like crazy. So anyway, so that was my, that's my original cat story. So you never um, got fuzz off the lollipop. But I think the cats are basically um, less stupid than dogs because oh when, you, when, you let a cat, when you let a cat out, they usually come back and dogs, they just run. So There's also a story in terms of summaries for people who are looking for future pets. They said the difference between a cat and a dog is you're going away for four days. You leave out enough food for four days. The cat will eat a little bit every day and they'll be fine. The dog comes back and after you come back and says, where in the hell have you been? I haven't eaten for three and a half days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, but there, there are stupid things that cats do. One of the stupidest things, one of the, one of the things you can do to a cat um, that will screw it up mentally is just open a door. So they're on the inside and you have the outdoors and you open up the door to the outside and they will sit there and they will look at you and then they will scratch their little jowls on the door, uh, the door joist or whatever they call those things. Uh, but, uh, but they, they scratch their, their jowls on that and they look back at you and you finally have just to kick them in the ass and get outside. They're whatever. trying to get the lollipop off their back. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, but I did, I had a cat that, um, that ended up, uh, this, I think it was early on. I think it was, um, I think it was a, a very, uh, I think it was a cat when I was like, uh, five years old or six years old. We had one that ate peas. Eight peas. Yep. Yep. And carrots. Yep. Now, speaking of cats, there's a story that I always loved in terms of the guy who was really uh, madly in love. It was his, his life. He loved his cat. Unfortunately, he had to get called away for business, and he couldn't take care of his cat. He couldn't arrange. It was a rapid call. He couldn't get enough of a sitter in time, so unfortunately, he had to use his brother. And he hated to use his brother, but you know what? Please come over and watch the cat. And he loved his cat dearly, so... He goes away for a week's business for a business trip, and he calls him the first day, and he says, well, how's the cat? And the guy goes, I'm sorry, the cat died. He goes, what? You know how important this cat is to me? I, I, I can't believe you, one, let my cat die. You know how important it is. I'm so sorry, buddy. I'll make it up to you. I'll, I'll buy the re replacement, whatever. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. And he goes, well, couldn't you have necessarily broken me into it like gradually? What do you mean? He says, like, you know, I could have called the first day of the six, and you could have said, well, the cat's on the roof and we can't get it down. Okay. And the second day you called and said, well, the cat when it was out there got a little bit wet. Third day, cat got a cold. Fourth day, cat died. And I would have been sort of eased into the bad news. I'm so sorry, buddy. I, I don't know how to make this up to you. He goes, oh, oh, you know, I understand completely. It was an accident. He goes, by the way, how's mom? He goes, well, mom's on the roof and we can't get her down. <laughs> Oh, that's a long story. I know. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to um, I wanted to tell you about this really interesting thing about my uh, about my cat. So I have I got a new cat. His you got a new cat, Cody, Cody the COVID kitty. 
right? I got him during COVID. It was, it was, it was 2020. Uh, wonderful cat. But for me, it's more he's more than a cat. He's like a religious experience. Because if I pick him up, he freaks and he scratches both hands and my side. So I get like the stigmata every time I try. Cat scratch fever. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then I have to touch it up with uh, some frankincense. Exactly. It all, get, it all gets better. Uh, and then a couple of weeks ago, I took Cody in uh, to get a lab test. And it took really, it took a few days to get the results. Uh, and uh, finally, the girl at the vet's office called me and she called me with such attitude. She goes, Mr. Rasmussen, you have a cat. You don't have a lab. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was a cat scan. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, so speaking of religious experience, yes. uh, there was this Penn State professor I heard it made the news. You want to tell us about that? Uh, this is a Penn State professor, yes, because uh, Chris and I both went to Pitt, so we can make this uh, light of this. But unfortunately, it was in the news this this week because apparently he was arrested for having um, had sex with his dog, and uh, that was awkward because uh, you know basically he got caught. The authorities said, "Well, you're gonna have a rough time in prison." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he had a good thing with that Penn State job, but he really screwed the pooch. <laughs> Yeah, they gave him the collie or collar. Okay, whatever. Yeah, right. So that's that's it. So let's see. What else is there? Anything else about um, sort of animals? animals? Oh, oh, I know. So we've been talking about all these these mammals and whatnot. I think that PetSmart should start selling leeches. Why leeches? I mean, they're selling they're selling these crazy gerbils and hamsters, and sometimes they. Sometimes they get them back used, um, but they have cats, dogs. They have iguanas and snakes. Why not leeches? Leeches are great. They're very portable. So the snakes are in the in the reptile aisle with the lawyers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lawyers are, are probably complaining about the uh, receipt uh, that they got. Yeah. So you can easily take these uh, leeches on vacation, or you can put them in a tank of water. Um, you can stick them where you want them. They just sort of attach, and you know, whatever. Imagine the possibilities there. Um, you can, um, you know, if you if you put a whole bunch of leeches uh, on your forehead, you yeah. could you could go out for Halloween as Medusa. Ooh, or Robin Leech, yeah. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah, yeah, I don't know perfect. why. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that he's a uh, oh, man. I tell you what, it's been a long time since I've heard that name. Exactly. Yeah. So you'll never lose your leech. Like you never see somebody on next door advertising that their leech got away because right? it's on a lead. And well, <laughs> and they're and they're very slow moving. So um, and you don't have to walk them. There's, okay. You get no no veterinarian will see them, so you don't have to pay their fees. There's no litter, and there's no food either you just you, and, and there's a and there's one major advantage too and they will just suck all the toxins out of your blood so it's a wow. win win it's like a really neat balance of nature if i dare so so myself uh well that does it for another installment of the stupid people podcast and don't forget don't be stupid out there but if you do forget make sure nobody's around if you like what you hear hit that like button and subscribe share with the stupid people in your life Visit our Facebook page and leave some comments or ideas for stories you'd like us to do in the future. That's uh, facebook.com slash stupidpeoplepodcast. Or you can email us at stupidpeoplepodcastshow at gmail.com. That's it for now. TTFN, ta for now.